So new NBA offseason, of course, that means new NBA jersey unveils. I've seen a couple of them. Um, I just ran a couple through a couple with you all right, right quick. Um, I seen some I like. I seen some I don't know about. I just the Knicks fan edition jersey is terrible. Terrible. Um, terrible. Shame on you, ESPN has the story of y'all want to go on ESPN.com. Um, the title of it is tracking every NBA uniform release for the 2020-21 season. And I forget all that, but I'm sorry too. Um, so just go show you a couple more real quick. New Orleans, think it's too much, too plain, it's just perfect. New Orleans uh, is, I love theirs, actually. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Solid that, white. That's going to look good at home. Solid white with the red, jerk, with the red top on the jersey, white and blue shorts. Yeah, those are going to look good. Chicago. Chicago is one of my favorites, so definitely. Sure, I like that jersey. Sure, like jersey. Uh, yeah, I guess that everything. I like Zach Levine. Phoenix, they went for this. Might be getting um, Anthony Davis jersey. <laughs> Phoenix, they went for this. Um, black with the uh, yeah, with the vat with the vat. And why is the valley? Uh, is it something I'm missing there, or is it obvious? Um, because it's the uh, Grand Canyon is in Arizona. Okay, no, I don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's in Phoenix. I'm pretty, I don't think it's in Phoenix, but it's well, in yeah, Arizona. but no, because you well, these jerseys kind of cater to what are, your, your state city, or your city, city. Yeah. just just. No, all that anyway. So yeah, I like Phoenix, but the, I don't like that. They, they incorporate the orange, red, and purple in there. I don't I like love that. Like I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be fire. I wish they they should have played on the Charles Barkley uh, Suns jersey. Yeah, Ran sure. it back. That's, that's a winning team uh, jersey. That's that, y'all don't look like winners in those. The Charlotte Hornets. Love the Buzz City jerseys. Green with the stripes. Charles, as long as Charlotte's are the Hornets, they should always keep the stripes. Devontae Graham uh, should have wore some different Jordans though. Not a huge fan of thirteens. Philly, I can get with the Philly jersey. Uh, I like the Philadelphia 76ers jersey, and for sure. Fun fact about this jersey: Phil Simmons helped design it, and this is their first black jersey since Iverson. Oh, he designed the jerseys and not working on his jump shot. No, well, I know Magic was that was revealed my favorite. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, shout out to whoever the photographer was who took this picture because he got he makes that jersey look like the best jersey with the lighting. I like it. I'm going to say something that's really, really stupid right now. So I reserve the right to say you could call me stupid, but is it? I just thought to myself, is uh, the the letters are orange because they're the they're known for oranges. I'm guessing so. So okay. Because like last year, no, city, I think it's cool. Last year, I love it. Uh, last year, the the city edition jersey was black and orange. Okay. So yeah. So that play kind of playing mm-hmm. on that because because so, Di- Disney doesn't have like an orange thing mm-hmm. to them or nothing like that. So I'm just trying to you know. Pretty sure Disney on like that. Right that may sound stupid to somebody, so I don't know. No, yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm, pretty I sure love they have something to, I'm pretty sure they call it the orange. Thing. They're, they're 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 with the name. Right. I love the colors. Love love the colors. Portland Trailblazers, they really go on the deep end with their jerseys. I like it though with the yeah, Oregon. The Oregon. I, I definitely want a pair of the shorts, but it's like a brown, red, blue, yellow. I did not expect them that what Portland did and I, I love it. I like it. Sacramento's you can tell they're cool, but it's a bad, bad photography. I really like their uniforms. Hate the name on the front. I'm not even gonna say it. Sacramento. I mean that's what you know that's what they call them. Yeah. Of course we've seen call. the Brooklyn Nets and their throwback to the uh, Petrovic. That court is It is. And the jersey is even more fire. They're calling it the tie-dye. 
Jersey. Go good with those tie dye ones. The Memphis Grizzlies are going. No, no, you, I, you, we, you, you, we, we, we can do it. You can get away with it. Yeah. The Memphis Grizzlies are going even more back into their Vancouver Grizzlies history with their jersey. And yeah. all I can say is early uh, pop, Pau Gasol, white, chocolate, Jason Williams. I, days. I love it. Yeah, like Hornets with another screen and white Hornets. Yeah, they, yeah, that's just yeah, solid. All that. Um, yeah, we seen the Hawks. I'm getting. I'm actually gonna get a Hawks jersey. We're just waiting on them to trade for Bradley Beal, so I can get a Bradley Beal jersey. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think like I say, um, they might trade for Ola Depot before Bradley Beal. The jerseys are pretty cool this year. I think these are some of the better jerseys ever. Um, that Nike you've done in the last couple of years. Yeah, Nike uh just continues to. Produce great work as Nike does. Shout out to Nike. Yeah, I like them. And with that being said, I'm John W. It's Fresh X. And we are the Hoopers. We've been in MIA for a little bit. Uh, well, not necessarily. We've been doing the live show. We haven't gotten a podcast episode out in a minute. Yeah, yeah. We were trying to work uh, out this daylight tape, saving time schedule. I'm pretty sure Venus is in Gatorade or something like that. Right. Um, but Shout out to Off the Bob, Off the Bob uh, Network. Uh, Two live episodes uh, so far. Um, but yeah, we were supposed to get an episode in last week, but kind of didn't get it in. So it's a good day today because we still got plenty that to talk about. Plenty to talk about. Uh, I want to start here at the obvious thing we should start with. What's that? The Lakers were in talks to get DeMar DeRozan. San Antonio offered the, They said San Antonio said DeMar for Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green. And San Antonio said that? Yeah. So, so San Antonio. No, it might have been the other uh, round, but that was the offer right. trade. That, see, it, it was that, Daddy Green, Kyle Kuzma for DeMar DeRozan. That's just always my question with this. It's like, yeah, that works for the Lakers. But does San Antonio want Daddy Green and Kuzma? And then I thought, they had Daddy Green before they traded them. They yeah. traded them for DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> yeah, right. Ain't that something? Um, like, Kuz, maybe he fits there. I've, I've seen that Golden State offered. Well, it's not official, but they want they think about offering the number two pick for Lamarcus Aldridge. So maybe they just think go young, period. Um but I, I like San Antonio in the position that they're in because they they could possibly draft Obi Toppin if he kind of falls and they move up. But that's beside the beside the point. Why would the Spurs, unless they're thinking about taking, which I don't think they are, why would they trade DeMar DeRozan for the by Danny Green? Why? I guess you just not necessarily a tank, but you know you're not gonna really be able to tank with Demar and Lamarcus Aldridge on the team. So, I mean, that's why I mentioned the Warriors. So if you trade Demar, you trade Lamarcus. Is yeah, what you're saying obviously. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, you like players like they like players like Derek White and Forbes and Dejounte Murray, who likes to be hurt like, more than play. I like, but I like yeah. I like Dejounte Murray. I like Dejounte Murray. He the other to. two are. They're, they're solid role um, players, but they're not big blocks. Yeah. Patty Mills still gives them good minutes, but they're not winning, so you don't know that. I think they expect uh, he cut his hair last year. Uh, oh, um, Lonnie Walker before. Lonnie Walker, yeah, they expect him to step up next year. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see San Antonio trading tomorrow, but I'm going to look at it from the Lakers' point of view. I think that helps them. Yeah. Um, you get a you get a score they so they want to he can create his own shot. He doesn't and, have to worry about playing LeBron anymore, so he can right and be you, the best version of himself. At any time on the court, you're gonna have LeBron, Anthony Davis, or Demar on the court. So I like it. 
so I no, think it works for the Lakers. I don't think the Spurs. And DeMar DeRozan is a pretty. He's um, in my opinion, he's an underrated playmaker. He averaged I yeah, think, six assists over the last two years with San Antonio. Yeah, he's got a better San Antonio. Uh, DeMar is a solid player. I really and like him. And he's a you know, I'm not gonna say he's an elite defender, but I'm pretty. I'm pretty, I always say he's a tier two defender at the least. Yeah, DeMar he plays defense. DeMar works with the Lakers. So he's a good basketball player. He can play with anybody. I just don't think the Spurs. Uh, I don't see why it works for them unless they're thinking about taking yeah. their season. But uh, stand on Spurs real quick. Were you surprised mm-hmm. that Tim Duncan uh, decided to stay? Yes, there? actually, I was very. I thought he was going to take over for Pop. He's my two K coach. You don't know he's been my two K coach the last like two. I always get Tim. I always hire Tim Duncan as my head coach on two K. Always shout out to all two K. But uh, <laughs> real question: Question Are y'all really playing two K twenty one without an updated roster or the new rookies on there? No. Y'all really do, are y'all really doing that? No. What's the point? Right, but back to the NBA though. Um, yes, I actually was. I was taken back by that a little bit. Like I don't know why he stepped down. Um, Apparently, says uh, they always thought it was like a one year thing. They kind of knew. No. I saw someone on Twitter. I can't remember who you are. I'm so sorry, but they said that uh, he was kind of trying. They they had some turnover with the coaching staff, mm-hmm. so uh, Pop he wanted to help. Have some coach Spurs culture around as they brought some. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. So he he came in for a year. Greatest coach of all time, Tim Duncan, one and mm. undefeated. Oh yeah, that's all it takes. I thought he was gonna take over for Pop though. Honestly, and maybe he, maybe I don't know. But he's he's still gonna be a player development coach. Um, I think maybe with COVID and everything, that made him change his mind a little bit um, about how much how involved he want to be. And I think an underrated factor uh, was. Losing Kobe this year also because yeah. people have realized how uh, he kind of felt about him too. So I yeah. think that really hurt Tim Duncan between Kobe, R.I.P. Kobe, COVID, and uh, yeah, those two things. So yeah. no, yeah, I thought he was going to be on the even if he didn't take over in the next couple years. I figured he'd be on the staff for a while. Yeah, I got a quick look at San Antonio. I still Saturdays. think I still think he's going to uh, take over for Pop. My bad. Uh, no, yeah, no. Got I like those. That's the to the throwback look. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's not bad. That's not yeah. bad. That's not bad. That's the black. Yeah, no. So shout out to the Spurs for getting a look flavor. I forgot man. they got a. Uh, I forgot. I can't think of his name. What the Kentucky? Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson. That's, that's weird. Kentucky. Kentucky. That's weird. His name is Keldon and not Kelvin. Yeah. Or Calvin. I, I was gonna call him Kendrick Johnson. So, but yeah. Um, I like that jersey though. Oh, yeah, I, I actually. That's some flavor for the Spurs. Okay. Way more flavor <laughs> than they had. Yeah. Way more. Nah, that's cool. For sure. But back to the back to the Spurs. I was trying. No, I was gonna actually switch. Go ahead. I just didn't know if I wanted to ask you about Russell Westbrook or um, Chris Paul, but I don't really want to talk about Chris Paul. I want to talk not even just about Westbrook, just kind of the reports that are out there uh-huh. from Houston. You know, Shams have reported that uh, Westbrook wants to leave. Yeah, uh, I saw that. It's been coming out that there are issues with the culture there. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's – True, but <laughs> it was reported by someone. I don't know if this was Sham, so I'm not gonna put it on him. That James Harden yelled at Austin Rivers because he made, I saw that too. He, he, he missed the free throw. throw. He, he was standing yeah, to the side. He, he distracted him. He distracted him. So yeah, I saw that. I don't. Um, oof. that was yeah, that was a wild one. Go ahead. Though. What's the question? So, so it's kind of two things with, with Westbrook, and I don't even know where I want to go with this. Go it's just, but it's, I, I got, t- I had two. Like, <laughs> I just got two questions. So apparently he said he wants to handle the ball, but my thing is, where does Westbrook go? 
And what does Westbrook wanting to lead kind of say about about James? Because mm-hmm. it is it's out there that they don't want to play together. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll start with the first part of the question with the where does he want to go? All of this kind of came out of nowhere. So my thoughts no, yeah, are like all over the place with this. Idea. I know this is just like off the top of my head, just just real quick. I don't think he would go there. I don't think, you know, I think it would, could work. I think he can get the best out of. I think Westbrook should go to San Antonio. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's not that's not drastic. <laughs> but I've heard, of course, of course, the Knicks. He, play, um, he plays de- he plays defense. Um, San Antonio, they have three point shooters, but they they don't they're not three or die. He could work there. Yeah. I think he would listen to Pop. It's not like he's uncoachable. Yeah. He could work there. I think Pop would get. I don't think it'll happen, but yeah, I think even this late in Pop in Westbrook's career, post knee surgeries, I think Pop will still get the most out of Westbrook yeah. in a full season. I think but he's I've been hearing, of course, Charlotte. I don't like that because if you get the shot, I'm pretty sure I said on SoundCloud Hoopers that Westbrook should play for the Hornets. I'm, I'm I'm about eighty five percent sure I said this like a year ago. <laughs> but where is Charlotte? Um, Why you don't like Charlotte? I actually have no idea. If they can get, I don't know. It's not that I don't like it. It's just what do you get? What is Westbrook going to Charlotte for? So he can keep his numbers, or so he can help make them better, like a Chris Paul OKC situation. I I see Westbrook. So <sighs> when you say you don't want to play somewhere. No more. You kind of making two choices. Like, are you saying you you is it championship or bust? So you mm-hmm. need to go to Miami, Philly. Mm-hmm. I know Philly don't work. But I'm just throwing out championship no, team. Yeah. Miami, Philly, Boston, Boston. the Lakers, Clippers. Because of course the Clippers is one of the teams. You need to go to one of these teams. I'm saying something about or the Clippers. Are you just saying you want to like you just said he he could go to Charlotte. He can get it. He can average triple double. I don't think it's necessarily average triple double. I think he just wants to play I'm saying he could and they could and they could peak. Oh, yeah. They could peak. He get them to like the six, seven seed. Yeah. Game. Like, well, again, well, he'll be get them. And, I and think this is why I think that. that works, though. And maybe in the East, he can get out the first round. And this is why I think that works, though. And just hear me out on it. This is why yeah. it works. It only works if you're not trading Graham, mm-hmm. the pick, mm-hmm. and really kind of PJ Washington. Yeah. And those are all of your assets. Because then you keep that number three pick, and Westbrook comes to the team, and I mean, I, maybe that means Anthony Edwards comes off the bench, or maybe Graham comes off the bench, or maybe that means you have to trade Graham. Uh, honestly, um, yeah. definitely maybe Rozier, but maybe you have to trade Graham. My main thing is you keep the number three pick. Yeah, you, got, you, oh, you have to keep. The you pick. keep the number three pick, and you keep PJ Washington because I I like Graham, but I don't love him. I do think he's a good player, but Andy, it will be good for Anthony Edwards to come into the NBA where they're not thinking. Tank, they're not thinking winning the championship, but with Westbrook, PJ Washington, Cody Zeller is a solid uh, uh, backup center. Maybe you ask people in free agencies, you could peak for the AFC. So, Anthony Dave, um, excuse me, Anthony Edwards comes into the NBA into a winning type situation. Um, not no winning, obviously, but they're they're not just. What are not doing here? More, They're trying to make more, the playoffs. More of a building situation than a rebuild. But, and situation. this is all I'm I'm jumping oh. the gun because this is all intent on them drafting Anthony Edwards because this talks that Lamelo might go number one. So I'm thinking Anthony Edwards at three. But whoever you get at three, even if it's James Wiseman, even if it is well, if you got Westbrook, you won't get Lamelo. But at the, at the three, you can bring that rookie, whether it's who, who's there, into a winning type of situation. It's better to. Come in with expectations to try to make the playoffs and to just not 
what are we doing? Yeah. So I, I don't think that's drastic. And then for Charlotte, it also helps with the fans there. He's mm-hmm. a Jordan brand athlete. Mm-hmm. He's the Jordan brand mm-hmm. athlete right now. Charlotte so, is a basketball city. Charlotte, Charlotte is definitely a basketball city. North Carolina is a basketball state. They love their basketball in the Carolinas, period. Shout out to which Carolina on uh, Twitter had a conversation with just a little exchange with him about this. He was on Chris LeBron pod talking draft stuff. Uh, off with, the ball pod. Right, off the ball podcast uh, at which Carolina. But that brings a, a, a star player there. And no matter what people think, that helps the revenue of the team. Yeah. So it, it works business-wise as yeah. well because y'all think LaMelo Ball is box office. People in Charlotte not coming to see LaMelo Ball, especially if they're not winning. But they're going to come see Westbrook. Right. I, so I Char- think it, Westbrook it works. And, Westbrook and Charlotte would be like Baron Davis early days in Charlotte. But I have to admit, my whole scenario is intent on them getting Anthony, Anthony Edwards, Edwards right. or James Wise, but also right. though. Because I kind of think that they should trade for Westbrook and move up in the draft. How do they do all this? Uh, I, I know it's crazy. But then I think about it, Just I just really thought about this as we had the conversation. Getting rid of Graham isn't so bad to me no more. It's because it's, it's either going to have to be it's Graham. It's going to be Graham or Rozier. It's going to have to be right. It's going to have to either have to be Graham and Malik Monk and maybe Miles Bridges or Terry Rozier, Malik Monk and maybe Miles and Bridges. And if you can, and that's the thing, you may have to give up Miles Bridges. I'm willing to give up Miles Bridges, but if I can keep Miles Bridges, I definitely would give if up. If I can keep him, I keep I would him. definitely give up. But if you tell me, well, you he's get not West. holding it up. No, nah, not at all. But the second part of the question. Um, I think that, I mean, that, that works. For, it's hard to have a star player. And Charlotte, you know, they, they, they do, need, they they do solid. They, they do need a star player right now. They do solid, but a Jordan Brand athlete, even you, and yeah, I know his contract is enormous, but what? He, he got three years left on the deal. Three years is over with. Like, And then in three years, if you get the player you need to get in the draft, he gets to take over. Westbrook yeah. is off the books, or you sign him for a cheaper deal. Yeah. Thanks for what you did for us. Nah, yeah. Like, I think it could work. It's not crazy. I'm not the biggest Westbrook fan no more, but I think nah. you people underestimate what it is to have a player like Russell Westbrook. Right. The man averaged two triple doubles. Like, think about it. it that is kind of crazy to me. And the second part, um, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. second part. Second part was it again? What was the question again? But why I don't love Graham, I say that just real quick. His, his shooting percentages are kind of inflated to me. Um, he shot under 40% last year. I know he shot 37% from three. Yeah, he's one of those players that shot better from three than from the field. Yeah. Well, no, he shot he shot better from the field. He shot 38% from the field, 37 from three. And yeah. Little guards without a big guard. And, and, he, really he, he, and he shot 37% from three, but he only made three, maybe sometimes four threes a game. Mm. And that's 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 12 points. You know? That's not eight. No, yeah, West, Russell Russell averaged a triple double. He averaged twenty seven last year. It's true. So, hey, this and uh, what was the second part? Yeah, my bad. And uh, the second part, my fault. I got too deep in the first one just because I don't think it's crazy for him to go there. But the second part is I looked at it from, uh, from like James's situation. What does this say to you, if anything, what does about it say James Harden? If if yes. anything, maybe it don't say nothing about him because good i think it's a mix because you know you always hear the outsiders say who wants to play with james Harden? why would you want to play with him mm-hmm. and then you have the teammates that say well you know i love playing with him i like playing with him so it kind of gets have do, his teammates do, ever said that yeah pj Tucker said it austin rivers has said it 
Um, okay. right, right. the first I can think of off the top of my head, nah, they, they, a... but there have been players that yeah, they like they do like playing with James Harden, but those are role players. Factual. <laughs> like say what you want about people can say what they want about Dwight. Dwight didn't get bad honestly until recently. He was hurt his second year in Houston when they were the eighth seed, but when they were the first seed, I'm pretty sure he was all star that year. I believe you're correct. When they were he, the, he was eight. Well, not when they were the first seed. When they were the second seed, they got yeah. to the conference finals that first year. Conference finals, yeah. Then next year he's hurt. James. James hold, um, ice's amount of offense a lot of that year, like doesn't get him any touches. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, and it just doesn't look, it just doesn't work. Then you come back and Mike D'Antoni, with Mike D'Antoni's first year, you play him at point guard and you kind of build a team around him a little more. Eric Gordon's a role player, so he don't mind him shooting. Clint Capella only catching lobs and rebounding, so cool. Patrick Bailey playing defense and he better make his open shots cool. Then, like, okay, he wasn't his best with teams full of role players when he just was the only star, and maybe, mm-hmm. he, maybe that's what he needs. He needs, I mean, we just saw Jimmy Butler get to the finals like that, yeah. Like, maybe he's suited he, better. He needs, he, he, everybody needs a second star, yeah. Second, he needs yeah, yeah. A, a low tier star, right? Like, I shout to Bam not to get too far off topic. I mean, Bam yeah. is still a, a yeah. low tier all star, yeah. He, he has to show that he can make. Maybe even sneaking it all NBA game. Yeah. But back to the point. James Harden seems to be problems with players who need the ball because they are also tier one, tier two all stars. Uh, Chris Paul, who is a point guard, who like shows you that like right. I'm still a point guard. And we gave Chris Paul, we did give him credit. I mean, well, we did acknowledge that he was hurt the second year, but that first year he was a ball, he balled out that first right. year, even yeah. without making all star. But it didn't really work, and James Harden didn't fight for them to not get rid of Chris right. Paul. <laughs> and then you bring in Westbrook. We know each other from LA growing up. We're best friends. We played in OKC together. So made the finals together. They made the finals together. You know, if nothing else, we just gonna figure out how to make it work. Then you kind of re with I don't think with a lot some I've seen some people acknowledge it, but the one thing people don't really acknowledge. They didn't after they got Westbrook and they started taking off and got, getting better later the year. They structured the team more around Westbrook than yeah, they did around James I, Harden. I, it's funny you said that because I was going to say that. Even with Trey and Clint Capella, like, cool, now you just open it up for me. You really give me space. Right. The shooters out there. Because James missed, like, he never misses games, but he actually missed some time this year, a couple yeah. games. And that's when Westbrook, like, really took up. I mean, he went crazy in January. Yeah, he, he went crazy. Yeah, so. People had him in, like, up there. And we talked again. So I think that's when, even though James Harden and Westbrook are still friends on the court and off the court, as a teammate, James Harden, you think, oh well, like you know, I've been here, right? So why why would y'all y'all did everything to fix the team around him? Yeah. You know, I'm still because it's like James, you are gonna do what you do anyway. Like right. you gonna you a great ISO player, you are gonna get your buckets. Right. But for these players who constantly need the ball, there's nothing better than what right. I thought they should have been anyway. A point guard that's attacking in addition, right? And a guy. ISO shooting guard, but the shooting guard also wants to play point guard. Right. And I was going to say, on just like some basketball stuff, I, I feel like I understand Westbrook too, not like because you brought up that they're still going to be friends. Uh, because I read that. that You saw him having birthday yesterday. Right. I read that. Uh, and obviously, this is all speculation. I don't know. No, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know this is really how but, James Harden thing. But, but no, but I, I read that. Um, that this was the first year that somebody was able to call James out and Westbrook and James got into it, not getting into it, but got into it a few times. But it was was always good. Like, it was good for James, honestly. But I I think from a basketball perspective, I can see Westbrook wanting to kind of take his career back too because he says that 
you can say what you want about him, but he has played point guard his whole career. Like 10 assists a game, eight assists a game, uh yeah. passing the ball, ball, yeah. you know, he just, he, even it, last he, just, year, he just does it his way. Even last year with Paul George, uh the with previous season with Paul George on the team, Paul George finished third in MVP going 28 points per game. Westbrook was the point guard of that team. And he was he directed traffic. Right. Honestly. I don't think he get enough credit. Once again, he, he while Paul it. George was getting his own buckets, Westbrook was creating for everybody else that yeah. Paul George wasn't going to create. We all like Stephen Adams, but he looked way better than Westbrook. He, mm-hmm. he, Stephen Adams looked like he was going to be an all star with Westbrook. He had a great, he had a good year this year, right. but he looked better with Westbrook in my no, opinion. So. Um, and I could see from a basketball perspective, Westbrook like I want to take my career back, and I want to be competitive. But I want to play point guard because maybe right. maybe I do only got a couple years left in the NBA. And some I think let me finish my career out how I want to finish. Yeah, it out. and I think stuff like you know, players like want to compete. Players want to compete for championships. They yeah. clearly want to compete, compete for championships. But they want to compete too. They want to hoop too. And they want to play. And I think he wanna hoop his way in a selfish way, but still right. playing I, I, team ball. I have a truly honest question about that. Um I know people gonna feel how they feel about it because the championship was what really makes your legacy. Yeah. But if you're telling me I'm an MVP, I've been to a finals, I've averaged two triple doubles. Right. Even after post surgery, when people say I'm on a decline, I still gave you 27 points a game. Right. See, that like Westbrook was just terrible last year. He averaged 27. If he does game. that three, four more times, who's to say Westbrook didn't have a great career? Westbrook going to the Hall of Fame. Because what do you so for John Stockton? You say, well, he don't got John Stockton assists. Well, yeah, John, John Stockton, Stockton no disrespect. And John Stockton, well, John Stockton doesn't have. Russell Westbrook MVP. You say, well, Isaiah Thomas has two championships on the finals MVP. Well, Russell Westbrook has averaged tri- two triple doubles, has a regular season MVP, scoring title, assist title. He has two scoring titles, an assist title. You have you can't disrespect his legacy as much as it gets done. Yeah, Westbrook's going to the Hall of Fame. But and, uh, I'm not mad at him thinking that he can still play at a high level. And if it don't yeah. work out, hey, it don't work out. I mean, that's how I feel about it. Um I think a lot of stuff just got changed with I'm not gonna throw shots at people, but just how it's looked at opposed to hooping and competing, it just all changed when the big three started and then I think KD made it even worse. He solidified it. Like this is what you gotta do. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think uh, I think uh that just kind of messed up the way basketball is looked at. Yeah, yeah. And I think some players wanna get back to hooping. Yeah. I think they all wanna get back to hooping. I think yeah. even yeah. KD and I mean, who knows what they think, whatever. Uh, but I think even KD and LeBron had to think that also. Like, yeah. I think you want to get back to hooping and hooping in your way and not hooping for like, yeah, we competing for a championship. Man, we just want to play basketball too. Yeah. <laughs> like, we are, we are basketball players and yeah. we are individuals. Yeah, On sure. that note, let's take, we're going to take a real quick break. Shout out to basketball players everywhere. <laughs> Definitely that, but uh, we're going to be right back after this for real though. All right. Is going on is John W. And Fresh X. And we are the international professional podcasters, the Hoopers. What's going on, players? So we've been at this podcast thing for a minute now, and I'm pretty sure y'all wondering, man, I don't know if I could be a podcaster, how much would it cost? But using the Anchor app is absolutely free. It's free and it's easy to do. You can record from your phone, you can record on your computer, even on your iPad or whatever you use. So it's super simple. Now you've got it set up, you know that you can do it, you're thinking, man. Now, how do I get listeners? How do I put it out there? Anchor also provides that for you, considering that they put you on different platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can't be international if people don't hear you. And they also set it up for you where you can make money off of your listeners, but no 
no minimum listenership. So all you got to do, go to anchor.fm, download the app, and everything you need is right here. So it's us once again, the international professional podcaster, John W. and Fresh X. You the hoopers. Peace out, players. So remember after the 2015, no, 2014-2015 season, Golden State Warriors come off a championship. Um, was it Joe Laker or Bob Myers? One of them came out and said they're light years ahead of everybody. Yeah, it was uh, I'm pretty sure it was Joe Laker, the owner. Joe Laker has been working on a secret plan to get fans back in the Golden State Stadium. Uh-oh. He's gonna I, I don't remember the exact number, but they're working to get thirty thousand fans tested before every game. Like years ahead of you. <laughs> he's a genius, I, I, right? I was gonna say he's a genius. Don't say the right? whole thing, but I just he's, leave it. Like he's ahead of you. He's like, like literally, that is the definition. Because you know, the Lakers said they weren't planning on having fans until next, the night, not even, not this year, but until the next season. I could see how it could work. I think it was like three hundred million or three hundred thousand. I don't know. Testing has come a long way with Corona. Um. You can get rapid tests where you get same-day results. So if I know I'm going to a Warriors game tonight, you could get tested and you have to show your results when you mm-hmm. enter the gym, the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's that simple, but it doesn't sound that crazy. It's just going to be like, oh, this many people. but And it could be over a certain amount of days. Like you have to show a test within the last three days, and that's why – I mean, for one, that gets people to go out and get tested. And even though I'm not advocating for people to get tested, well, I don't like how that sounded. But that does get people to get tested so you know who got it, you know, and that gets fans into the games. I, I don't think that's so crazy, actually. That's, I don't know. But I, wow, that's amazing. That is. I'm mad, I, is ahead I'm mad of I can't find it right now. But if I find it, I'm going to bring it. I'm gonna bring it up. It's a, I'm gonna bring it up again if I can find it. But um, back to Westbrook real quick. I seen a wow. That's fine. That is fine. That's fine. He said we we can light this year. Light this light years. Like he said, we just opened this yeah, chase center. He, they said, said, hey. he said he been playing. They've been playing. We just opened this, this chase center. Like, how can we do this? So we just opened this chase center. We got to pay it off. But um, back to Westbrook real quick because I seen a Twitter trade. It was him. For Paul George, so you get Paul George in no. Houston. <laughs> no, I bet. Yes. Cool, that's cool with me. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about Vic Dola Depot real quick and this reported oh, yes. story. Uh, that, um, I wrote about eight tweets about him yesterday that I deleted. Because <laughs> you that tweet? You that tweeted now? I always, I always tweet. And then delete. No, I always. So when I tweet it, unless it's a really, really bad grammar error, I don't delete it. But I do think of tweets and don't actually tweet it all the time. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I do that all the time. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I if I. That's why I didn't put it out there because when I put it out there, I stand by it. Unless it's an error that I really don't like that right. affects my. You know statement. what I do? I copy the whole thing yeah. and then repaste it and then just fix the, <laughs> the error. Yeah, that makes sense too. But, but the error, I guess, to, it just is just in my mental. It just throws off my statement. I don't, no, I don't like it no more. It, it destroys it destroys your whole point. Yeah. Well, other than that, I, if I tweet it. I, once I person, I don't care. Yeah, it's over with. But um, it's reported that Victor Oladipo I was telling, to, 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 uh, telling the other teams that asking other teams can I come play with y'all. And the three teams that were reported was the Miami Heat, 
the New York Knicks, the Knicks, and I don't remember the other team. Yeah, and 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 clearly, I thought when I first saw this, I thought it was on some bubble stuff. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Until I saw the Knicks, and yeah. then I'm like, but it has been reported even before the bubble that because remember he didn't want to go back. I don't. He didn't want to play for Indy. I don't think he ever wanted to go back to Indiana. I was. Ho- I think he was hoping that his injury would just carry out through the bubble, right. or they didn't bring the season back, so he right. didn't have to play for the Pacers again. Right. But go ahead. All right. And and this is why I didn't even tweet out what I had to say because I stand by what I got to say. Yeah. And I just figured we would talk about it on the show. If you did that to me in the middle of a game, if I was playing with you, and you're like, hey man, y'all come trade for me or whatever we compete. I wouldn't even want you on my team, especially oh, you in not, front of your that's team. That's what man, really he did start. Like, I think that has, I think that has something to do. Because it's reported he did it in front of his team. Yeah. And I think Nate McMillan is was that old school style coach where he like, I'm not gonna elevate you over the rest of my players when we're all important out here. Like you've been out for the whole year. Like Sabonis, even though he's not here now, is all was all star this year. Exactly. Malcolm Brogdon was playing like an all star. Right. Like Shout we, we not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you come here and disrespect the rest of my team. Shout out to Old Depot. He's a hooper. Number he's two a tier three shooter. In draft. He's had one season in the, the NBA where I just guard. really thought he was really good. Tier three shooter. And and the injuries that he had. Could affect the rest of his career. Yeah, he's an athlete. That, he's an athlete that he depends on his knees, ACL injury. Right. Don't you know, just get over that. I think he could help teams. But if you if you're doing that in the middle of a game of a real game in the NBA, I wouldn't want to play. TJ Warren had every right to slap the dog shit. My bad. TJ Warren had the right to slap black off of him. I wouldn't want to play. I wouldn't want him on no, my team. No, you're not. I don't know. And, you're not and he don't have that pull. And, and like, it's even worse. This is but this is why that's bad because it's not also off season stuff because in off season. Then it's really against management. Nah, During the season, you like y'all winning too. I'm winning playoffs. You you supposed to just come in and step in and, and who? It's, right. it, it's not your fault, but you you're the one that's hurt. I mean, right. get healthy and play. Like right. you know, like we were going to the gym Saturday mornings, and that one guy, he would either ice us out of the office or take quick shots when he was on our team. Right. But as soon as he get on another team, he doesn't play like that at all. Like that's like Victor Oladipo is that player. You you all end up on a team where your team is one of the better teams out there. Y'all winning, and you just for whatever reason you just don't want to play with that team. And you don't have a good reason why. Because it looked good when he was an all star and he was shining, but now Sabonis is an all star. Ooh, jealousy. Mm. He's too black. And, and Sabonis wasn't even their best player still. I think they all believe Victor Oladipo still. Yeah, the they were supposed to be tagged. They were going to tag him. But he he they offered him and and to say that they weren't investing in him. They offered him a four-year, $80 million deal. You don't have to just take the first deal, but you've only been in the league for so many years. And the years that you've been in the league, he's made two all-star games, but he's really had one. He made it before he got hurt. But he's really had one elite right. season. <laughs> he, he, he's had one elite season in the NBA. Right, they don't disrespect DeMar DeRozan for his one NBA season. So I didn't forget that. Four years, eighty million isn't blasphemous. It probably would have been an option in there for you to opt out, and you could have came back to the table and offered something different yeah, and showed them that you're still that. healthy and got a long-term deal. Look, I know the Pacers haven't spent wild, but I mean they did pay some decent money to get Brogdon, and I think they they've always been an organization that competed and built through the draft. So because they know it's tough to get free agents, people get on these teams for not just throwing money at anybody. When typically the players that you would throw that money at don't want to come, so I mean, <laughs> pause. But who who 
who, who ever Indiana. who's ever signed with the Indiana Pacers? Tyreek Evans, after he had a successful year, comeback year with the Pelicans. He's the biggest name player that I can oh. think of that signed with him. They traded for Jermaine O'Neal. They traded for Ron Artest. They drafted Reggie Miller. They traded for Jalen Rose. Who has ever signed with the Pacers? Steven Jackson. That's different. I don't know. I could be tripping. I appreciate it. Teams like them draft and depend on the players that they draft to compete. Reggie Miller went begging for no deals. Why? Why Reggie Miller went begging for no deals? Because even when Reggie Miller, a dude that somebody today would say he couldn't dribble, he just was catch and shoot like Clay. He had his team in the Eastern Conference Finals. He took his team to the championship. His team let – everyone says the toughest series Michael Jordan played was against the Pacers. It's not that Knicks team. They said that Pacers team was one, one of the few times because there has been other times. But that was one of the times people really thought that Jordan could lose was that Pacers series. So they weren't signing big name for you. It, it gets on teams for not being able to sign these impossible players that won't come to the team like what Paul George wanted. Sorry, LeBron doesn't want to come to Indiana, Paul George. He's <laughs> just Kyrie Irving. He's like none of these people want to come there. Kawhi didn't want to come. Well, you heard about Kawhi and Paul George almost playing together. I think it was that they almost played together years ago. It wasn't with the Pacers. It was with the Spurs. Like nobody, no disrespect. Because they like Indiana, yeah. Indiana is also another great basketball. State. Yeah, it is, and and it's it's really great that they know how they want to build are. their team, yeah. and they've competed longer than you've been in the NBA. Like the Pacers have never been bad, not never, but they've never been bad. Who's the highest draft pick? Okay, they haven't Reggie won. Miller? Who's the highest draft pick? I feel like it is Reggie Miller, but I don't know if anybody. When was the last time the Pacers drafted in the top ten? They're not in the top uh, ten this year. Paul George, Miles Turner. Paul George was in the Miles top ten pick. I could but be wrong. Just the history of the lottery. They, they competed in the 90s. Yeah. They competed in the 2000s. Yeah. Danny Granger. They competed in the early 2000s. Yeah. Like they, they, I mean, they, they competed in the early 2000s and the 2010s. They've always competed through trades and building no, their yeah. team. And so, solid role players in free agency. And they had that team now. It's on this one, it starts to get on the players. So yeah. that's. And no. That's the longest I ever talked about the end of the Pacers again in my life. But Victor Old Depot, that's super lame. Just you one more quick thing about Reggie Miller. That shows why Clay could be successful because Reggie Miller didn't dribble a lot easier. He didn't create for himself mm. and his teams. That's the first time you ever said that. You're right. I, yeah. That's the first time he's ever said that. I think because I've just been trying to give Clay more respect since, since they're trying to argue with me that CJ Miles is better than CJ him. CJ McCullough, excuse me, definitely CJ Miles. We were talking about the Pacers. Uh, but CJ, since the CJ McCullough thing, I've been like, yeah, they disrespect Clay too much. But yeah, back to Depot. Yeah, but Depot, like, you, this is any basketball player, any hooper of any age on any level. Stop. You do not, you never disrespect your teammates because right. that's who out there with you for real. Like, if anybody else, like, even when the coach doesn't always have your back, you know who is right. your teammates because they have to play with you. For Don't example, with you. Right. <laughs> Pause. For example, that that's even just like if you play a pickup and you pick somebody and he's clearly trying to play with another team, so he make y'all lose type of thing. Yeah. Like, just sit out. All right, just say you don't want to play. Don't, we don't. Nobody yeah. care, nobody cares that much if, for real. If you on my team and you talking to other players, even if you don't want to take shots, I expect like at least still rebound, 
play defense. Pass the ball. I don't want you to do nothing. If you on my team and you on the court, come on, hey, come trade for me. Come, yeah, I was talking about pickups. I was saying like, oh, well, just do the bare. I was saying just lately, if you gonna get even out, pick up. But if you're not gonna I'm sit not gonna out, pick you gotta do the bare minimum. Oh yeah. Oh no, don't do nothing. We ain't gonna pass you the ball. At all. All right. Well, that's settled right there, then. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I want to end it on some history. Hold on. Before you get to that. All right. Because I remember my we dad. did talk about this the other day. Um, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, <laughs> Zeke. Not, 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 um, I left the show without um, Yeah, Zeke. On bad, bad, bad Boys Isaiah Thomas. He was just on um Shannon Sharp. Oh, so my God. I guess that's the Shannon Sharp podcast. Yeah, the, I don't know the Uncle Shay Shay thing. Yeah, something like but, that. But um, of course, they got brought up. Uh, Shannon Sharp asked him, "Who was the five toughest players he ever had to play against?" Right. It was uh Kareem, Magic. Magic. This not in order. Either. Uh, well, the last it, one is gonna be. Well, I can tell you the order was Go Magic. Order. It was Magic, Kareem, Bird, Dr. J, and then Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was fifth. And of course, Shannon Sharp got into his old. He got into character as soon as he heard Jordan was fifth. I don't remember the exact question, but Isaiah Thomas, he, go ahead. He basically uh, just to get to what he he asked him. He was like, you know, Shannon threw the oop for him. He was like, people forget that in the eighties, Jordan wasn't winning like he was in the nineties. He gave he gave him the oop, and then Isaiah Thomas, which I want to start off by saying, I fully agree with him. And him saying that Jordan wasn't his competition um, when he was competing for championships initially. Isaiah did come in the league before Jordan. And early on, he played Magic in the finals. He did have conference finals games against Bird, which they were winning the championship. So the Pistons was trying to overcome them, just like the Bulls were trying to overcome the Pistons or whatever. Hmm. But so, and, and then Philly was really good with, Dr. J, uh, which Dr. J, I think, is so underrated. Dr. J might still he might be a top ten player. I'm not gonna go into it today, but Dr. J, Moses, uh, and their their team, and even once they added Charles, Philly was good. So he were he was competing with those teams, and I believe him. But where it gets excuse slick, <laughs> where Isaiah gets slick, and he knows he's doing, he's making these statements, and he's like, oh yeah, we. My team's always dominated Jordan, which initially, um, the first time they played in the playoffs, I believe they won four one, or did they sweep them? They might have swept them. Um, the first time when, but after that, y'all weren't just dominating um, the team, and Jordan averaged basically like the time, the last, forty. The last time they lost to the Pistons, they lost in seven. Yeah, the, they lost the, in seven. The famous Scottie Pippen migraine. Episode. Yeah, the migraine game. Um, and but Jordan basically got his numbers against y'all, and his teammates weren't equipped to to compete with y'all because they were competing on the championship level. Jordan would have been in year three, four, five. He won in year nine. He won in year seven. He won in year seven. So, so you know, th- this is year four, five, whatever. And I just think when it, when it gets slick is where Isaiah tries to just throw his shots at Jordan, and I, I get it because he's a hooper, and people forget that about these people he's definitely a hooper mm-hmm. one of the greatest players ever mm-hmm. um but it's always been just some animosity there and people just put it on jordan's side but i just think it's been both sides i've read which like isaiah has never came out and said it so we don't know what he's thinking but we've we've read and heard the stories of how 
Jordan being iced out in the I 85 All-Star game was all Isaiah. Yeah, they they I, I, you know, I said Isaiah. But they, yeah, people put put that on him, and it was put out in stories. Uh, I've seen documentaries where they talk about you know Isaiah's from Chicago. I go home and they're wearing Jordan jerseys. We beating Jordan. Y'all don't know his jersey, and that's been a thing. Isaiah, I, and then it's the Jordan kept Isaiah off the dream team, which a lot of people put that on Magic. Actually, wrong, oh, M- get that next. wrong MJ. But <laughs> I just think Isaiah. I, I I don't think he's wrong because no. if you know the game, you know the history, you know. But I just think he he's slick about his comments, no. and that's my only issue with it. And I compared it kind of to Paul Pierce, how he is with LeBron. I'm old. We you know I wasn't competing with LeBron. I was competing with Kobe. Which he he was he's you know that Kobe because I think people forget even before he went to the one they won that championship him and Anton Walker did go to a conference finals exactly so he missed some free throws but they went to a conference you weren't necessarily my competition and once you overcame me I was no competition to you because he did say well you know once they beat ninety one I basically had career ending Isaiah said this I had career basically career ending wrist uh, surgery. So it's like once you over, once you were finally able to compete with me and beat me, I wasn't a factor no more. But like it's not just like it's not LeBron. Just like it's not LeBron's fault. I'm not blaming. I think it's exactly the same. To my point, why I say it's Isaiah's fault because Isaiah, it wasn't just an Isaiah Jordan thing. Isaiah and Magic had a thing. People forget that when Magic came out and you know announced that he had contracted HIV, Isaiah Thomas, who was his one of his best friends at the time. Didn't speak to him for the longest. I just not speak to him. It, it was. It was. Ugly. I'm not even gonna say no rumors. No, I ain't gonna no, say what's but, been out there, but, but it's been said some stuff that he because like said. Matt, like Larry Bird also had a problem because it wasn't just Isaiah. They had outside of Joe Dumars, maybe who Jordan did. Well, who, yeah, he wasn't just Jordan, but but everybody, nobody on the nobody on no team liked the Pistons. Period, because they didn't just beat up on Jordan. They played like that against everybody. Right, and if you are a hooper, you don't just want to come out and get fouled. For forty-eight minutes a night, like right. you don't. Nobody wants to get elbowed just because you get just because I beat you to a layup. Like right. who, who wants to play like that? Because typically, the people people mainly had the problems with was Isaiah, Bill Dennis Rodman, John Sally would get a shot in there, but he knew I, he was a role player, so he he had to do it. I think I, John Sally, like, because he's one of the few players that when even, they left out on the Bulls, he shook people's hands. He no, was it, respectful. Because even think folks, about it, so before Rich just played hard. Them folks were dirty. I think people forget. I don't was it, I don't know if it was before or after. I think it was before Rick Mahorn got to Detroit. Isaiah Thomas put hands on him for no reason, like just hit punching him in the face. Right. Because he couldn't get the ball from him. And they yeah. called a foul on Isaiah Thomas. So it was like Isaiah Thomas has that Isaiah he has Thomas little, he was has, a dirty player. He was and he has little man complex. Like Magic was the fan favorite, but it's like, oh, Magic is a six nine point guard. He's not a real point guard. Why y'all like him as the best point guard? Yeah, Larry, yeah. Larry Bird. No disrespect, but I'm pretty – oh, he's a white boy. Why y'all like him more? Like, Dr. J would have been older than all of them. I'm not – I've never heard him in no Dr. J stories, but the players who would have been – Like I said, with Jordan in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, Jordan in Chicago. Like, Jordan was like, yeah, y'all was beating him. And nobody disputes that if you really know for real. But it's like, we didn't call him God. Larry Bird and Reggie Miller did. Like, Magic Johnson kind of – Realized had to realize that it was Jordan Lee got the wild, but that was after Jordan two championships. But Jordan was the fan favorite player because he dunking on y'all, he dropping thirty five. His shoes was better than y'all's. Like taller than you, smarter than you, faster than you. And Isaiah Thomas could never get. He never was the best player in the league, and I don't think he ever liked that. 
Yeah, I agree. I was actually going to uh, add that in there. And I think that I think that's definitely a factor. And hey, I still got the right to feel how he, he, does, he absolutely I just does. think he gets he needs to let it go about though. it. And he but needs to let it go. But if they ask him, if they ask him about it, he has the right to say how he no. feels. Like I said, he, he's not wrong. But like I said, when he gets in comments like I may not be taller than some or can jump higher, but when we shot. take all your gifts away, now we're going to just play basketball. And I'm going to think Jordan didn't. So you're saying Jordan didn't play basketball because he all he he always gets credit for his 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 this is game in his general. game in general, like his footwork, his footwork, his post. basketball IQ. Right. Like he gets. So now you are disrespecting him as a hooper. Exactly. So because you, now you say, oh, if he's not, he he he, he basically threw the. The LeBron, yeah, I mean the James Harden, Yana shot. Oh, I wish I was just six nine and I can just dunk all day. And mm-hmm. like you disrespecting the game, they, like I'm not a big fan of Giannis, but when you, you say just, something like that, you you disrespecting his like, craft and how he's that man ain't win no two MVPs just dunking the ball. And I know he dunks the ball a lot, but you crazy to think that he don't got no skills. Like you, you're dumb to think that he don't got no skills. Uh, people, and people could on on the flip side, I'm let's get to your history. But hmm. people can say the same thing about James Harden because it is just you just dribble it. Anybody could just sit up there and dribble at the top of the and key shoot and shoot as many trees yeah. as possible. There's not much skill in that. And I am mean, I do like James Harden because I like left handed players. Right. But it's just the saltiness that's there. Yeah. There to go, Isaiah. Jordan's the best player ever. And back, it's just a flip flopping too, depending on where he is. Because literally after the clip came out with him saying what he's saying, people post. A couple different people on Twitter posted clips of him calling Jordan the greatest player ever. And why were you doing it then? Because you were trying to get jobs or something? Because he was on uh, calling a Bulls game, and he said Jordan's the greatest player of all time in a Bulls game in 97. So there you go. But <laughs> glad you brought up Isaiah. I almost forgot about him. I so, NBA history of the day. History of the day, which is really a question for you. I, 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 I was going to give a question to everyone, but I'm going to just give this question for you, and this is going to be the history lesson. Do you know who the first NBA number one pick was in the lottery era? No. Who would you guess was the first lottery? Because remember, they, well, well, you was remember, the first remember they used to just do it. If I tell you that, then you probably would know, you would know the pick. But remember, they would just do it yeah. by record, I think, uh-huh. or whatever it was. Yeah. and. All right, I'll say this. They stopped it. They they switched to the lottery because of Houston. If that maybe that'll help. Because Houston had number one, one picks back to back. I thought they did that for Orlando in the nineties. Nope, it was before that. Oh, was before that? Orlando just no, they 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 rigged it for Orlando. So <laughs> back to back the first time it was it was, it was crazy. Well Second did. time, yeah. New franchise. They needed some some money down there. Like just could you take a guess? Oh, I mean, yeah, you game? gave me way too much information now. Yeah, I've been um, guessing Ralph Sampson. No, I think it was before Ralph. No, was they, Houston is why they decided to do it. Okay, so who was so the first pick? The first pick was Ralph Sampson, though. So Ralph Sampson and Hakeem was the first. Oh, pick. so it would have been after that. Yeah. Okay, so who was the first lottery pick? Number one draft pick. Patrick Ewing. He was the first. The NBA rigged the lottery for the for the Knicks. Patrick Ewing was the first lottery pick in the NBA of the of the lottery pick era. First number one pick of the lottery pick ever, Patrick Ewing. 
And I want to give credit for that info from my father, Robert Willis. <laughs> we talked about this yesterday. I was yeah, like, because I, I remember Ralph Sampson and um, I can't go on back. Yeah, they back. went back to back because he was telling me at the time. You know what's funny? I can remember he said because people thought Ralph was gonna be a bust. Then you get Hakeem that day in the finals. Yeah, because you know what's funny? Um, Ralph Sampson and Clyde Drexler was drafted in the same draft, mm. and Houston and Chicago had. A trade set up that would have sent um, Jordan to Houston, so Jordan would have played with Ralph Hakeem. Jordan would have thirty championships. That would have happened because I because I'm pretty sure it was for Jordan because it was going to be Jordan and it was going to be Clyde and a big man from Houston for Jordan and somebody else from and because it was literally Jordan, like Hakeem and Ralph because it was like the Bulls because Houston had the top pick and then they drafted. Clyde real low, and then Chicago the next year. They basically what it was basically Chicago and Houston flip flop like picks, mm. and then they were gonna trade Clyde for Jordan. Should have did it. Should've they would won. Houston will have maybe about eight championships. They won, won every championship from the year Jordan <laughs> like he was drafted right. until Jordan retired. Easy. But on that note, shout out to the history lesson again. We like teaching y'all stuff on here. Right. Shout out to uh, Anchor. Um, shout out to the listeners everywhere, uh, Canada, Singapore, Amsterdam, Greece, Japan, Africa. Uh, yeah, this is Africa. Yeah, Africa. Shout out to Africa. Shout out to Brazil, um, New York, California, Detroit, Alabama, and then Oregon. <laughs> I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. Shout out to Dane Chappelle. <laughs> Shout out to Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We've watched a lot of Chappelle shows. Oh, yeah, I was about to die because as soon as the um, tempo changed and you're speeding up, I already knew where you was going. I already knew. I was ready. You're going to Shout out to Dave Chappelle. And thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, Shout yeah. out to the Off the Ball Network. Um, yeah. Catch us live Wednesday on Off the Ball Network on Facebook. We'll post a link on Twitter. You can watch us live every week by our early morning run. And we're just going to keep talking basketball. <laughs> I'm just W. Fresh X. We are the Hoopers. <laughs>